Hey everybody and welcome back to the newest edition of the Swoop Radio Station here. It's your boy Josh Sanchez and what a weekend for the XFL. Wow. Today's podcast, I'm going to get into a lot of the XFL and I'm also going to get into the NBA because the All-Star break is coming up and I got to give you guys an update on what's going on, biggest takeaways and what to expect from the second half, the last 33 games of the season in the NBA. But just to let my podcast my podcast fans know that I plan to do uh, an Eagles draft, mock draft um, podcast in two weeks. So I hope you guys stay tuned for that as we get closer and closer to the draft. I'm going to give you guys my insight and where the Eagles are going to go. Um, and I'm also going to get into more Phillies talk as spring training gets closer and closer. I know catchers and pitchers reported uh, this week. So I'm going to get into a little bit of spring training on next week's podcast. So just to let you guys know. And you can also check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on social media. All you have to do is search Swoop Radio underscore. I have an Instagram and a Twitter now. And I've created a new hashtag now on Twitter where for all my listeners that are listening, all all you guys can do is if you want to tweet out hot takes or some news that you would like me to talk about, um, all you got to do is tweet with the hashtag Swoop, capital R-D. So Swoop, S-W-O-O-P-R-D, and I'll pop right up. So after that special message. Let's get into some XFL talk because the XFL, I've seen a lot of great things that the NFL could take note of. Um, Right now, the XFL has eight teams currently. Um, You have the Seattle Dragons, DC Defenders, LA Wildcats, Houston Roughnecks, Tampa Bay Vipers, New York Guardians, St. Louis Battlehawks, and the Dallas Renegades. Um, These are currently eight teams, and what consists of these teams are some... NFL rejects players that did not make the NFL but look that want to play a professional league and also some college kids as well that um that just graduated and do not have an NFL job so and the beautiful thing about the XFL is if you sign a contract with the XFL you cannot sign a contract with the NFL so within a few years as the XFL gets big and if it continues to be big um, it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen with the NFL. Are they going to partner with the XFL and create like a minor league system? That would be great because, I mean, if you are a young kid and you're not really good enough to make the NFL yet, and, and if you need money, instead of going to college, you go right to the XFL, you get that first professional paycheck, and you're good to go. But from the side note, what the XFL did really well this weekend I really liked how they had the spreads on the scorecard. Um, For example, like the D.C. Defenders, they were 9.5-point favorites. So they had a little minus 9.5 next to their name. And then they also, um, I I really liked their sideline reporting. They literally interviewed interviewed players after throwing picks. Uh, The Seattle Dragons quarterback literally threw a pick six. And then the reporter came to him right after he threw it and was like, what could you do next drive for it to be better? Um, I think that's really cool. I also really liked how they had, whenever there was a replay, they showed the guy in the stands that was looking at the replay and trying to decide where uh, the ball was or if it was pass interference or if it was a penalty or not. And the communication between the guy upstairs 
and the referee when it comes to replay, uh, the replay officials. I think that was really good, really great call um, by uh, by uh, the XFL. And I also really like their kickoff rule. The XFL's kickoff rule, um, they have every guy line up around like the 35-yard line, and then they no one can move until the receiver, the guy that receives the kick, gets the actual kickoff and and it's it's awesome there's gonna be a lot of great returns um that way it just it brings back special teams like the that that the nfl is lacking i I can't even tell you the last time i've seen like a kickoff return for a touchdown or a punt return for a touchdown by having this new system for the xfl i love it i think it's great and i think that it brings new excitement to the game I also really like what the XFL did was they had a one-point play, a two-point play, and a three-point play. Um, you can obviously kick a field goal for three points, but once you score a touchdown, uh, you, depending on where the ball spotted, you can go for a one-point, two-point, or three-point play. So that so when teams are up by nine, you can still come back and tie the game, and it brings a new excitement to the game. Um, and and that being said, overall with the but the, in terms of play, of quarterback play, um, you have the D.C. Defenders quarterback, uh, Jones, played great. And also the Houston Roughnecks, their quarterback played really well as well. He had four touchdowns uh, in the game. So, I mean, it, it's it's going to be some – this year is definitely going to be a lot of uh, uh, a lot of like ups and downs with the XFL because it's like the first time. And uh, Walker was the quarterback for the Houston Roughnecks. So I, I really like it. It's right after football, and you can see some Saturday football and some Sunday football. So again, it, I like what the XFL is is doing. Um, they're changing the game and they're bringing excitement to football. That and right after the Super Bowl, it's perfect timing. And I think that the XFL got something special here. Um, but that being said, it's a 12-week schedule, and there's going to be a postseason as well. It's not going to be like a lot, but the two top West teams and the two top East teams will play in the playoff and then the championship and the football season will be over by the end of April. So I really like it. It brings, again, excitement to football. Football fans continue. Their season now gets extended for at least two more months to three more months. So I love it. It's great. And I definitely would tune in. Uh, all the major networks, ESPN, Fox, and ABC, are are streaming the games and showing the games live. So definitely come on out and and watch some XFL. And hopefully there'll be more teams and more uh, and more just just more like excitement into the league as it gets bigger. But what do you guys think? Feel free to call into the station and voice your opinion. You can check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Instagram, uh, Twitter, search Swoop Radio underscore, and on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor.fm, and many more. All you have to do is search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez online, and I'll pop right up. I hope you guys have a wonderful day out there. Stick around because I'm going to get into some NBA midseason reports and also what's going down in the NBA. But I hope you guys have a wonderful day out there. This is Josh. We'll be right back.
Hey everyone and welcome back to the second topic of today's Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Earlier I got into some XFL and now I got to get into some NBA basketball because a lot of great games were were on full display this week. You have Ben Simmons posting back-to-back triple-doubles. You have LeBron posting an amazing triple-double last night against the Denver Nuggets. So, I mean, the NBA, it's going to come down to the final stretch. And right now, as I pull up the standings and look at where teams stand, I feel like there's going to be a lot of changes within the last 33 games of the year. Um, But right now, for the, I'm gonna, what I'm gonna do for today's podcast is I'm gonna give you guys updates on what's going on around the league, and I'm also going to um, talk about what I'm also gonna give you guys predictions of my final eight seeds for each for each conference because I believe that there's going to be some seeding changes uh, in the NBA uh, within the last 33 games <clears throat> and bear with me my voice is a little bit um, shot a little bit it's not as clear as it usually is um, I have I've not really been feeling too good today but I'm pushing through just like you guys are so For today, I'm going to start with basketball with LeBron had a great triple-double last night. The Raptors lost last night. The Celtics lost to the Rockets a couple nights ago. Um, But so far, ever since the trade deadline, I feel like the Sixers got better. I feel like the Rockets got better. The Rockets are playing a legit small ball lineup in a three-point shooting league. Um... There's going to be nights where they're going to get dominated inside, but there's going to be nights where they're going to throw the knockout punch and dominate. So I really like what the Rockets did. They traded Clint Capella. I know for last week, I really got into the trade aspect of it. Um, I really like what um, the the Clippers did by getting Morris. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see what's going to happen. The Clippers and the Celtics play tonight. I really like the Clippers in this game, especially losing to Philly that badly and getting outworked. I think the Clippers beat the Celtics tonight, and that'll and that'll really shake things up in the Eastern Conference. But Andre Godala going to the Heat, I really like that deal as well. I think the Heat got better, even though they lost to the Jazz last night. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see what's going to happen uh, around the league. But on a side note, for all my Sixers fans listening, the Sixers are right on pace to win the same amount of games as they won last year. The difference is this Eastern Conference has been way better than advertised. And it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen within the last 33 games. But I'm going to get into my eight seeding predictions currently right now uh, for uh, today's topic. So I'm going to start with the West because the West has been very interesting. The Lakers have been great. I had the Lakers as like a three or four seed to start uh, for this year. Uh, They have exceeded expectations and they have done really well. I will say though that there's huge holes on this team and come playoff time, those holes will get exposed. Dwight Howard's free throw shooting, teams are going to exploit that in the playoffs. The game gets slower. You can also be it. You can also be physical with them down low. I know they have Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee, Anthony Davis, LeBron James. So the Lakers have great size. But shooting-wise, Caldwell Pope and Danny Green are inconsistent shooters. It's great now in the regular season and you can rack up wins. But come playoff time, when it gets tight, you're going to need to make buckets. And Danny Green is a very streaky shooter. 
Um, I Raptors fans know against the Sixers series, he didn't show up at all in all those and all those seven games. He was a no show. So if he has series like that, the Lakers are going to be in very trouble, very big trouble. And I say the same thing for the Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets right now, they're racking up wins. They're, they have their 38 and 17, uh, but they also are a young team. And Jokic is he's a he's a great player. He's a great player. But a lot of people cut him slack. People come on. People come at him beat all the time for playing soft. Jokic got exposed last night. Uh, I know he shows up every night and he plays unlike Embiid, but Jokic is not the most intimidating big guy. And the Nuggets really have a hole on defense. And the Lakers really exploited that. Dwight Howard had a double-double and was bullying Jokic down low. And the Nuggets, he's going to need to take steps forward and get in better shape and get his body right defensively. If not, the Nuggets are not going to make a deep playoff run. Just because they're the two seed doesn't mean anything. A lot of people put an emphasis on seeding. I hate, I, I can't stand LeBron fans right now because these are the same people that said, oh, the Cavs will still make the finals. They're the four seed. Like, it doesn't matter what seeding they are. Playoff LeBron's different. They're, but now they're saying that now that the Lakers got the one seed, they're going to go far in the playoffs. Like, I really. Do I can't stand fans that are just being hypocrites. Come on. We all know seeding, home court does have an em- emphasis on it and does matter. But what it comes down to is if you got if you have superstar talent, the super the superstar talent will prevail. So now back to the nitty-gritty. My seeding one through eight for the end of the year. I like the Lakers to keep the one seed. I think that they will keep it up. Right now, they have a four-game lead over the over the Nuggets, four and a half over the Clippers. I know they played the Clippers twice uh, remaining in the year, and I know the Lakers' schedule gets a little bit tougher. They still got Philly. They got Boston again. They, they have a couple other. They have the Rockets a couple times. So their schedule is going to be tough, but I think the Lakers keep that one seed, and I think LeBron and AD. They're definitely going to be the one seed in the West for this year. At the two seed, I have the Clippers as my two seed. I think they move up past the Nuggets. Um, I know right now they've really, they really don't take bad opponents seriously. Um, if they really did, I think the Clippers would easily be the number one seed in the NBA. Um, but right now, they're 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 low management. They're low managing Kawhi Leonard. They're not really taking it seriously. So the Clippers are going to be my two seed. Nuggets for me fall to three. Um, I, I really think that they have a good young core, but they're just they're just missing that experience in my opinion. I know they I know they went to the semis last year, but you need to have multiple years in the postseason to gain experience. And I don't really like Jokic in the postseason as the game uh, gets tight. So I really like the Clippers as two, Nuggets at three. I like the Jazz at four. I think the Jazz stay at four. They had a great big-time win against the Rockets. Um, the Boban Bondanovich hitting the clutch three-pointer at the buzzer. I think the Rockets stay at five. Um, it's going to be Jazz-Rockets in the first round. That's going to be a great series. Um, at six, I have the Oklahoma City Thunder. I think they move up to the sixth spot. I have the Mavericks at seven, and then the Grizzlies at eight. Uh, I, I'm not a believer in the Trailblazers. They're they're missing they're missing out. Um, and I will say this though, I like the Pelicans. If there's a team that could 
squeak by Memphis for the eighth seed, I would go with the Pelicans. Zion Williamson has been amazing since his return, and he brings that explosiveness to the Pelicans, and the Pelicans are must-see television. They've won three in a row, and if they can figure it out defensively, watch out. This team is going to be very scary. With that being said, I would have the Pelicans as my nine seed, either eight or nine. That, that's my only mix-up. Other than that, I think the eight playoff teams are set for the Western Conference and very similar to the Eastern Conference. It now it's just about seeding. So just to recap, I got Lakers 1, Clippers 2, Nuggets 3, Jazz 4, Rockets 5, Thunder 6, Mavericks 7, Memphis or New Orleans 8. And then the rest of the NBA is that. For the Eastern Conference, the Bucks are clearly going to be the number one seed. They're rolling. They're steamrolling everybody. I know they lost, but the Greek Freak didn't even play. So the Bucks, they're they're sitting at forty six and eight. Clearly the best team in the NBA. So they, unless, I mean, something could happen in the postseason with them. Yeah, I believe though, if the Bucks go to the finals, they're beating the Clippers or the Lakers. Definitely beating the Lakers, hands down. But we'll see what happens. I really like the Bucks though. They remain the number one seed. At two, I like the Raptors to keep the number two seed. I think they have too big of a lead on the Sixers and the Miami Heat. Uh, I know their schedule does get a little bit tougher. They have a remaining schedule, I believe, like the 10th easiest in the league. So it's not bad, but it's towards the middle of the pack. Um, I like the Raptors to keep the two seed uh, in the Eastern Conference. Now, here's where everything gets shaken up because Boston has a very tough schedule coming up. They they have the 26th easiest schedule, and I really think that they're going to lose some games. This Celtics team is a good, solid team. Don't get me wrong. They are a playoff team, but they're not the three seed of the Eastern Conference. I honestly think that the either the Heat or the Sixers will move up to the third seed, but my best bet will be the Philadelphia 76ers because they have the second easiest schedule in the NBA. The, after the Sixers' tough West Coast road trip, where they take on the Clippers, Lakers, Kings, and the Warriors uh, West Coast road trip. I really like the Sixers uh, to just run the table and start racking up wins to end the year. I really like what the Sixers did by putting um, Al Horford on the bench. I think that's a great move. So I I think the Sixers move up to the three seed. Uh, At four, I have the Miami Heat. I think the Heat rack up wins as well. They get to the four seed. And then at five, I have the Boston Celtics. Six, I have the Indiana Pacers. Seven, I have the Brooklyn Nets. And the the eighth seed, I have the Orlando Magic. Um, I think the East will pretty much be set in stone there. Um, So first round matchups is going to be, for me, Milwaukee Bucks, Magic, Raptors, Nets, Sixers, Pacers, Celtics, Heat, or Heat Celtics. So it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen. I really like it that way. I really like where the teams shake up. But what do you guys think? Feel free to call into the station and voice your opinion. You can check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez every Thursdays at 6 o'clock Eastern Time. All the hot takes, all the news that you guys need to know um, will be all answered right here. With that being said, um, the Sixers had a big win against the Clippers. The Heat lost to the Jazz the other night. The first four seeds finally all lost. 
<laughs> the Eastern Conference has been greater, has been better than advertised. But you can check out Swoop Radio on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Pod, Podbean, everywhere. All I got to do is search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Also, follow me on Instagram at Twitter at Swoop Radio underscore. And for t- my Twitter listeners, just tweet if you want to tweet at me. Tweet with the hashtag Swoop, capital R-D. That's Swoop, S-W-O-O-P-R-D. And I will answer you guys immediately. But I hope you guys have a wonderful day out there. Be safe. And this is Josh signing off. Swoop!